you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We are live in New York City. It is Friday, March 17th. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. My yeah. Name is Sarah Walsh, alongside Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, James Palmer. By the way, the only acceptable reason to not have green on James Palmer is if you're wearing a Princeton t-shirt. <laughs> That's true. Here we go. I haven't said this all week, and yeah. I actually was like, have I screwed this up? But apparently we just didn't say it all week. It is time now for the lead block. Lead block! Lead block. We're Ooh, still waiting to hear. A lot of juice. Well, you know, it's pent like up it. all week, you know. Still waiting to hear the details of a potential Aaron Rodgers trade from the Packers to the Jets. Here is a look at the four-time MVP's last four seasons in Green Bay. A bit of a drop-off in 2022, especially when it comes to winning percentage. Fans on either side of this potential trade sounded pretty pumped about the move. I am a Green Bay Packers fan. I'm interested in Aaron Rodgers only because he was the quarterback at the Green Bay Packers. I am thankful for the 15 or 18 years. That was weird. No, that was good. But it's time to move on. This is the happiest day of my life. I am more happy than after 15 times proposing to my wife on the 16th time she said yes. <laughs> I am more happier than that day. You know, and now I guess, you know, there's there's all kinds of perks to this. Now we got Jordan Lovin. The Ferrari's out of the garage. Tune it up a little this, you know, maybe this work? year we'll just give her a little tune-up. And then Rodgers had to take Lazard with him. Well, take the best take the best player with you. Just screw Green Bay a little more. That's fine with us. We got Jordan Love. Just like that, the tables have officially turned. The Jets are the number one team in New, uh, New York football. Stevie Cohen's under Yankee fans' beds at night. It's a great day in New York. <laughs> great, great day. Great, great, great to hear the news. Finally, finally, Jets have a beacon of hope. <laughs> We're throwing out beacon of hope. Yeah. We're throwing wow. out Ferraris out of the garage. Ooh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, everyone just seems thrilled about this theme on, on both sides of the fan bases about this potential Aaron Rodgers trade. So would this truly be a win-win situation for both the Packers 
mm. and the Jets. <laughs> it feels like that right now. Jason, is it? Can you imagine proposing 16 times? <laughs> uh, yeah. At what point is it just like, ah, this may not be it? But even still on the 16th time, like, she said yes. So you married <laughs> the girl that you wanted to marry. With the Green Bay Packers, are you sure Jordan Love is the one that you want to marry? Talk you about feel it. Great about that. It's just we have the Ferrari in the garage. Like, why are we putting him in the Ferrari class already? Let's kind of wait and see what happens. So for Green Bay fans, I, I love the excitement and you're kind of anxious to see what you have in Jordan Love. But the fired up that Aaron Rodgers is walking out of the door, I don't know if that's just an automatic win-win. That's kind of a let's wait and see. On the flip side, for the New York Jets fans like yeah this is 100% a win you look at the Jets quarterback history I mean it's just been abysmal you go all the way back to Joe Namath first quarterback in NFL history to throw for 4,000 yards in a season mm -hmm. you know how many New York Jets quarterbacks have done so since how Palmer? many games zero zero no, have done it no one's hit 4,000 no one nope. has hit 4,000 yards Aaron Rodgers has done that 10 times great. throughout his career so I'm not saying automatically in 2024 23 he's going to throw for 4,000 yards but he's done it before the Jets last Pro Bowl quarterback Brett Favre in 2008 before Brett Favre Vinny Testaverde in mm. 1998. So if I'm a Jets fan, the fact that Aaron Rodgers is coming to town, I don't care how it ends up. I am fired up. It is a beacon of hope. You feel great about Rodgers walking in. You don't care how he handles the New York media. Bring whoever he wants with him. Wish list, no wish list. You're just happy to have Aaron Rodgers. So mm -hmm. I would be fired up mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. I love the Green Bay positivity. It's one of the things I love about when Very I sweet. go cover yeah. the Packers. Very There's sweet. a lot of optimism right now for a guy we haven't seen in three years. I'll say this. Careful what you wish for. Yes, mm. I understand what is going on. Is it time? Probably. Is Jordan Love the long-term solution? Yes. Does he give you the best chance to win right now? Probably not. Does he give the Packers and their fans their best chance at a Super Bowl this season? Probably not. Out of the two? Remember, you are giving up a future Hall of Fame quarterback that Mike, Mark Murphy already said will have his number retired because it's time. Last time we heard something like this where it's just, you know what, it's just time. I hate to make the comparison over and over again, but it's Brady leaving New England. What has happened in New England since <laughs> Brady has left? Mike Giardi for NFL Network had a pretty darn good gig living in Boston and covering the Patriots every day. Never had to travel. Ask Mike how much he's seen his family over the last couple of years. Peyton Manning retired in Denver in yeah. 2015. They haven't had a winning season since he retired. Yeah. I live in Denver. You know how many times I've seen my family in the last seven seasons? On one of my phones, I will FaceTime my family and my son will say, Mom, there's a man on the phone. Because he doesn't know what I look like. Is that right? This is what happens to your franchise when you lose one of these players. Your relevancy changes. Can Jordan Love keep the Packers relevant immediately? Mm. We haven't seen it with these quarterbacks that are generational talents, the greatest we've ever seen. Now, it may ease the blow a little bit, considering they went 8-9, and nine, and we saw Rodgers throw just 26 touchdown passes, and we saw him have a 91 quarterback rating. He's playing with a broken thumb, mm -hmm. rib injuries. Mm -hmm. Is that the real Rodgers? Mm -hmm. Maybe that makes you think we should move on to Jordan Love, mm -hmm. and, and it makes you a little happy about it. It's going to be interesting to see what you look for because your relevancy changes when these guys leave your town. The Patriots are sub-500 since Brady left. They have a losing record. Green Bay, you, you sweet, sweet people. <laughs> <laughs>
You guys have no idea. You don't know what it's like to not have a quarterback. You, you, I love you. I grew up spending my summers in Wisconsin. I feel like I'm sort of part of you. You got no idea. It's been, what, 30, 35 years mm -hmm. since you have not had a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. Welcome to the rest of us. Get ready. Did they refer to Jordan Love as a Ferrari? Ferrari yeah. yeah. Based on what? I, I remember back in the 80s, there was a car called the Fiero, and its whole business angle was that it kind of sounded like Ferrari, and it was like a Kirkland brand Ferrari. He Sounds might like a be a Fiero. Miata. Yeah, it was, it was sort of a cousin of the Miata. I hope Jordan Love turns to be your third straight Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, it'd be like hitting three hole-in-ones in a row on a golf course. Maybe you will. But my God, do you understand, guys? What if you start 0-2 and it's not going well, and you're going to be like, what the hell is this? Why isn't our quarterback playing well? Because that's the NFL. The quarterbacks are not good a lot. You guys are one percenters, and you have been generationally. There are Packers fans who have children now who have never breathed an air, a breath of oxygen without a Hall of Fame quarterback on every Sunday. They don't even know what life is like. These are not even young people. No. They're like people who have kids and families, and they're like, I don't remember pre-Farve. They're well, the next TV demographic. They are. <laughs> these are like, uh, like the older people. Like, I would hang out with these guys, and they're like, they don't remember pre-Farve. Well, you're about to see post-Rogers, and maybe it'll be great. It might not be. And just to, so I can cover both bases, the New York Jets fans are actually saying, some of them, I've seen it, this is not a good thing. And they're worried about it. Mm -hmm. And we had Ryan Leaf here being like, this is going to be a mudslide. Mm -hmm. He said, mm -hmm. Rodgers, the, the Jets, disaster. I have seen Jets fans, I have talked to them who say, we got this great young core and this great young talent, and we're bringing in that weirdo to pay him 60 million bucks a year, and he's going to ruin it, and we have two years to win a Super Bowl, and then it's all blown up. We should not do this. And you guys are out of your minds. <laughs> Jason brought up all the points. Haven't had a pro bowler since the last quarterback you got from the Packers. Haven't had an MVP ever. I was at the Pro Bowl. I was actually there. You know how I was talking to the Pro Bowl? I just ran into randomly. Great guy. I was talking to Chad Pennington for a long time. Great we were talking dude. about how fun this is and the Pro Bowl. And I go, did you like this when you were at the Pro Bowl? And he goes, bro, I, I had never been to the Pro Bowl. I'm like, you didn't make a Pro Bowl? He's like, no, Jets, man. And I was like, yes. <laughs> guys, you got Rodgers. You don't love this? Are you out of your minds? What is your alternative? You guys, you love Rodgers. Packers fans, be very careful loving love. Just wait a minute. This might not go great. I, I love this topic. We can do a three-hour show yeah. just on this. Mm -hmm. Aren't we all just lit up this morning, Sarah? I'm juiced. Yeah. I'm gassed. Yeah. I am too. I always just think, what, are, what is your other option? Was there a better option there for New York? And there wasn't. So, so your your option of Aaron Rodgers, this MVP, that's that wouldn't work for you. I, I also think, and, and you touched on it a little bit, as I was thinking about all of this, I was thinking about what a wise man named Ryan Leaf once said, and I say that about, what, yesterday, two days ago? He mm -hmm. was, he was yeah. here with us. And he said, this is going to be the greatest day of your lives, like when the trade is made. Like, that's it, and then everything else, because it comes with crazy expectations, unless you're hoisting Lombardi. And there is some truth to that, right? Because right now, for both sides, everything's great, everything's awesome, and you should think it's awesome, right? Because, again, what is the alternative? I will say there was a little bit of this segment that put some fear in my heart yeah. when James Palmer was talking about, you know, Mike Giardi was there with Tom mm -hmm. Brady and the Patriots and he never had to travel. I mean, I just spent the last three seasons in Tampa. I never touched a cold weather game. You know what I mean? I'm just down there with Brady. Welcome to the road, but, but Sarah. But you know what? Here's it's a cold, what I'm, dark not, place. I'm actually not worried about that because Baker Mayfield's there. So it's all going to, it's all right. they're just going to okay. keep it going down there in, in Tampa. All right. We, we could talk about this the rest of the show, but we got important stuff mm. to get to. And that is Tom Pelissero yeah. joining mm -hmm. us now. We want to bring in our insider at the GMFB breakfast table, but <laughs> we got to put you on hold there. And it's not James Palmer here with his two phones that's about to break some news. We had Jason on. McCourty 
breaking some very, very big news last night. Jason, what do you got? Yeah, sources uh, close to me uh, named Joe Cardona told me that <laughs> he will be re-signing re and going back to the New England Patriots on a four-year deal. The thing I learned in New England, it's all about the more you can do. So whenever I can break news and get it out there, uh, I love it. And as soon as I put this tweet out there, all of our big insiders, from Mike Garofolo to Ian Rappaport, all of these guys were retweeting, making comments. Got about a thousand new followers just because I became Boom. more popular because of our network insider. So Rap Sheet, Mike G, thank you guys. And whenever I can help the people, I just like to do that. So when Tom P, welcome in. When contract time rolls around, McCourty's contract, <laughs> that just went up. He's got insider status on there. Tom, I know we don't often tell you to take a back seat to the inside information coming off of this desk, but um, you got to do what you got to do. I, apparently, you have some news, too. Well, first of all, bold move to immediately say who your source was on a story. Your first scoop, and you've already outed your source, Joe Cardona. And I'm sure Bill Belichick's a big fan of you putting business out into the public, Jason. So fantastic work. Your first scoop may well be your last. All right, let's talk about what the Eagles have done over the past 24 hours here. Their cornerback, Darius Slay, who initially was told he was going to be released amidst potential trade talks, amidst contract talks, never actually got released. And now Slay is back. He agreed to terms last night on a two-year, $42 million contract extension that includes $23 million guaranteed. He is now under contract through 2025. Now, we know that the Eagles lost Javon Hargrave to that monster deal with the 49ers, but they brought back Fletcher Cox. They brought back Brandon Graham. They brought back James Bradbury. They're keeping as much of the band together as they can on that defense that's going to be under new leadership this year with Jonathan Gannon now leaving to be the Arizona Cardinals head coach. Meanwhile, one player who will not be back with the Eagles is Gardner Minshew, their backup quarterback who is following the other coordinator of the Eagles lost, Shane Steichen, to Indianapolis. Minshew agreeing to terms on a one-year, $3.5 million fully guaranteed contract that also has some upside in terms of incentives. My understanding is Minshew is expected to sign that contract today, and he may well be on the field at the start of the season. The Colts have the number four overall draft pick. They could potentially be in position to go and get their franchise quarterback. But for now, the guy who slots in at the top of the depth chart is a guy that we've seen start games in Jacksonville. We've seen him start a little bit in Philadelphia. It is Gardner Minshew headed to Indy, guys. Tom Pelissero, next time we have you on the show, like later in the show, we'll give you top insider billing, just not out of the gate here, not when you got to compete with McCourty, you know? Mm, it's fair. It's fair. But still to come on GMFB, if Aaron Rodgers lands this deal with the Jets, where would he rank among the AFC's top quarterbacks? We're mm. going to give you our answers later on. Plus, we find out if Tom Pelissero drives a Fiero. He will mm. be raking that news. Tom, let us know. They're loading up on stars in Miami. Jalen Rams is going there. Are the Dolphins still any kind of underdogs in the AFC East, or is that over with? And if they're not, who is? Woo! You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.
Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. You know, hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Jalen Ramsey has arrived in Miami. Earlier this week, Ramsey was traded by the Rams to the Dolphins in exchange for a third-round pick and tight end Hunter Long. Here is what Ramsey had to say about joining the Dolphins' star-studded defense. On paper, you know, this is the best group that I've been a part of, and I, I feel like I've been a part of some good groups, you know, in Jacksonville and also in L.A. But on paper, I feel like this is the best one. We got to put the work in and... Um, I mean, we can speak it as much as we want to, but we're going to have to go out there and prove it, and that's what we're planning to do. But uh, it's not just about us, you know. It's the whole defense and the whole team. I think we can do something special if we put that work in and be uh, be as one. Okay, so here we go. Jason, we're going to start with you. Are you buying or selling that the Dolphins now have the best secondary on paper. I saw this yesterday and I was like, let me, before I just automatically say buying, let me put some thought sure. into some of the mm-hmm. better secondaries in the NFL. And automatically I was like, all right, the Buffalo Bills, they got Micah Hyde coming back off injury. They re signed Jordan Porter. Yeah. Then you have Tredavious White, Kair Elam. I'm like, these guys are pretty good as well. They lost their defensive coordinator and Leslie Frazier. But then my guy Gilly Gilly going over to the Cowboys, mm. Trevon Diggs on the other side. And this team is special because of what they have up front too. Micah Parsons makes a huge huge difference in the secondary, but I'm still going to roll with the Miami Dolphins. Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard, and I think the X factor for them is bringing over Vic Fangio as their defensive coordinator. He's going to be able to scheme things up and put these guys into position, and then also at the safety role, you have Javon Holland, a young stud, Mm -hmm. who I think will take the next step and become a Pro Bowl, All-Pro player type next season. They've also got the Cater Kohu kid that they brought in as an undrafted free agent who played well last year, and then they just signed Deshaun Elliott and uh, Brandon Jones is coming back off injury. So this Miami Dolphins secondary 
is mm -hmm. really good. Now, like Jalen Ramsey said, it's one thing to be good on paper. It's another thing to go out there, build that chemistry, and execute each and every week. But I'm excited. I'm fired up. Not only to watch them play on Sundays, but I want to hear how the practices are going Talk with Tyreek Hill and Jalen yeah. Wall on the other side competing against those two guys at the cornerback spot. So I'm fired up to see Miami Dolphins, and I know the mm -hmm. fans are fired up too. They're really good. The division is great. I think you can make yeah. the argument that potentially the best division in all of football. So we want to ask you, the Bills, better than ever. Mm -hmm. The Jets on the verge of landing Aaron Rodgers. Then you've got the Dolphins. Could the Dolphins, is it even fair to be considering mm. them underdogs mm. in the AFC East this mm. season? James. It's weird. Last night in my hotel room, because I'm a Philadelphia person and a sicko, I was once again watching the Jason Kelsey speech <laughs> in the Mummer outfit. <laughs> from just years because, ago. From years ago, just because. Wow. It just gets me going. It gets me fired up. And what Gross. does he say there, right? He says, underdogs are hungry dogs. Hungry dogs run faster. Mm -hmm. well, I, also, I'm not sure if the Miami Dolphins can be any faster <laughs> if they're the underdogs of the fastest team in football. But if I look at them as the underdogs, that's not the case. I mean, let, let's go to the last game of their season, which is where they go up to Buffalo. Yeah. They lose five of their last six, I believe. And they have their third string quarterback in Skylar Thompson in there, and they lose 34 31. I'm not even sure how many guys boarded the plane. There was empty seats all over the place on their way to Buffalo. The second half That's got how dicey. Battered up they were. It did. But then, and, and to me, in this game, some of the mistakes that Josh, that uh, I almost said Josh McDaniel, that Mike McDaniel yeah. made in terms of coaching, time management. Mm -hmm. Do you think he does those again in his second oh. year as a head coach, as smart as he is? And then I love what Jason brought up. One team loses their defensive coordinator in Leslie Frazier. The other one gains what a lot of people believe is one of the best, if not the best, defensive coordinators in all of football. And Bradley Chubb knows that system. You have him for a full year mm -hmm. now. And you add Jalen Ramsey as a piece that you can move around. They bring in their entire backfield back yeah. as well. Yep. Did the Bills get any better mm -hmm. with what they've added? I hope Vaughn Miller's to the guy mm -hmm. we all hope he can be because that's a blast to watch. But the Dolphins got better. Mm -hmm. And if that's the way the game ended with a third-string quarterback, if Tua stays mm -hmm. healthy, they're not an underdog in the least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what you just finished with, Tua stays healthy, there's yeah. no way we're talking about them as underdogs. He was balling last year before going down with injuries. If you're talking about underdogs in this division with them adding Aaron Rodgers to the New York Jets, it has to be the New England Patriots. Who? They would mm. be Who? the team that for so long, that? the past 20 yeah. years, they've been atop of this division. And now you look at them last year, they just missed the playoffs, lost that game to Buffalo at the end. But the Patriots, you look at their offseason so far, yes, they re-signed Jonathan Jones, they brought back Jabril Peppers. They've signed a pair of offensive tackles. Jonu Smith is gone. Devin McCourty retired. There's not a move where you're just like, oh, I, I can see it. I can see where the Patriots are going to take a step and why I'm going to elevate them above any of the other three teams in the division. There are a lot of question marks going on with the New England Patriots and where they're going to fit in this division. So if I'm picking one of these four teams to be the underdogs, I'm 100% putting on the New England Patriots. The DraftKings odds are plus 800, I think, for the Patriots to win the division next oh, year. Fair. It's by far the, the underdog in that regard. You know, we're going to get to this point. I don't think it's Miami at all. They're ritzy. They're South Beach. They were in the playoffs. They got better. We talked about Jets ad nauseum. If you talk about this long enough in the storylines, and Jim's, uh, James starting to get into it. like I can, by, I can go by Jim. Jimbo's starting to get into it. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like Buffalo is going to become the underdog just in terms of the hype. And it is. Because last year, last offseason, we hyped them nonstop, and then they were the baddest boys in the block last year. And now it's like... I don't know. They didn't add the flashy piece. The Jets did. The Dolphins did. The Patriots, who knows? Like, they're going to have some of that going where no one believes us anymore and the window is closing. I'll just say this about Miami, it, it, and I hate this topic in the sense that it's so unsavory. 
the tour thing is everything. Mm -hmm. I, you could put together the greatest band of all time, and they have, if, if there is no lead singer out there, we got nothing. We got instrumental tracks, and it's not going to work. Fish. If, if, Tua, if we have fish, I'm not a fish guy. I, I understand they play in the Madison Square Garden and blah, blah, blah. I know a lot of fish friends. Not my thing. Me neither. They're dolphins. They're not fish, technically. They're mammals, right? Isn't that the thing? That's yeah. true. If Tua has an issue, and he has a health issue, and we all know it, and we hate it, but they said, we're going to try it and make it work. We had the report that Tua is taking jujitsu classes in the offseason and learning how to fall to yeah. protect himself, which sounds really smart, but it doesn't make me comfortable. If a guy has to learn how to fall to save the season, I don't care who you put out there. It's They got nothing without Tua. They just don't. Yeah. So there's a huge vulnerability with them, but underdogs, and hell no. There's one underdog in the division. It's the Patriots. There's one because of the other three, and you referenced the odds. I mean, they're pretty close. I mean, the Bills are first, but if you look at those odds, there's, there's a pack of three at the yeah. top. Yeah. But I want to go back to what you said, James, and you're talking about that playoff game where they lost that by three points. All three of the contests a year ago with the, with the Bills and the Dolphins mm -hmm. were decided by three points or less. One of those in which the Dolphins won. The other one, the game before the playoff game, I remember being here and we hyped that game up. It was like yeah. late oh, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. We night. hyped it up like crazy. We said the weather was <laughs> yeah. going to be nuts. There's no way the Dolphins could time. keep up with them. And then what happened? The Dolphins gave them a game. I mean, they gave them a game every single time mm -hmm. and they won one of them and they could have won the other two. So I don't think it's fair to unseat the Bills, although I do think that when you kind of talk these same stories, Lines, you just have to change it and we just by nature go well this isn't cool anymore I feel like people did that to the Chiefs a little bit and then sure, they yeah. you know the Chiefs sort of fell off the map in, in being the like obvious cool choice mm -hmm. and then what happened the yeah, Chiefs were hoisting the, the Super Chiefs. Bowl yes. at the end of the season but look are we talking about them no we're not talking mm -mm. about them right now because they're just off there a little bit under the radar doing their thing and then Patrick Mahomes will do what he did all right coming up if Rodgers moves to New York, yes. who is okay. the new king of the NFC North? We're going to break it down later on. Rodgers might be one of those guys who just decides to live in Manhattan. Wouldn't that be strange? So, yeah. I know Brandon Marshall used to live in Manhattan. Yeah. He was on the Jets. Rodgers, I can see it. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We are going to keep the top five theme going and make our list for which quarterbacks we think should be in the top five in the AFC. Quick disclaimer, we made these lists with the assumption that Aaron Rodgers is joining the Jets. Yeah, he's in. We feel like that's a safe assumption, so keep that in mind. Uh, Jason, why don't you start us off? Yeah, this is always fun. A, a Wait, lot are we of going backlash. five to one? Are we going five to I'm one or one to one. five? I'm going one through five because I okay. feel like number one is obvious after what he did last season. Sure. And that just is, last season? Yeah, well, I'm just saying. There oh. was a lot of talk last season. Tyreek Hill was going to be gone, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And in this conference... Mahomes, there's a lot of young quarterbacks. We have the Burroughs, the Josh Allens that we want to compare. Speaking of those two, number two for me, I am going with Joe Burrow of the Cincinnati Bengals. I think he obviously performed really well after a slow start last season. But that was the question mark. It was like, how do you do Burrow and Josh Allen? Okay. Mm-hmm. Allen, number three, down there, in, up there in Buffalo. Jay, can I tell you, I, I think those are the three that I think, the I think we're all going to have. Yes. Now it gets interesting. Yes, it's just a matter of where do you put two and three. Do you put yeah. Josh Allen above, mm-hmm. bro, below? How you do? What do you got? Number four, I'm going with Lamar Jackson. Four. Number four, huh? Lamar Jackson. I think he has a really good year. He stays healthy this year, and I think he gets it done. And then number five, Aaron Rodgers. Welcome to the AFC. And I know the Justin Herberts, the Trevor Lawrences. I went with the proven commodity, Aaron Rodgers, as rounding out my top huh? five. There it is, screen graph. Take it. Nice, <laughs> clean one. It's a good list. Nailed it. Good list. I like your penmanship. Palmer. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> number one. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Okay. We're going to, but real quick, I gotta say this. I was okay. on the phone with a quarterback coach in the league last night who told me, I just feel so bad for anybody like Mike Kafka or Eric Bieniemy who goes and runs another offense and realizes they have to talk to their entire team and their quarterback and say, everything that I used to do, I have to throw out the window because all of the quarterback rules you throw out the window with Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. It's just a difficult life, they were telling me, when you move on from him on how you run your own offense. I'm going Joe Burrow number two. And I'm doing this because of the mental aspect of Joe Burrow. The processing capacity, maybe the best processor of information in football about week five or week six is when Brian Callahan and Dan Pitcher, their OC and quarterback coach, decided to put more on Burrow at the line of scrimmage, kind of let him go. What did you see happen the rest of the season? Just Mm -hmm. what he saw, what he called, and you saw them thrive. Mm -hmm. His mind is unbelievable. This guy's arm is out of this world. I'm going Josh Allen at number three because what he can do is unbelievably special. Obviously, physically, on the field, can make any throw that maybe we've really never seen before. Maybe number one can do as well, but at the same time, we'll put him three. I'm going Trevor Lawrence, number four. Mm. Trevor Lawrence, number four. Guys, I'm on the bandwagon. Bring me to Jacksonville. That might be where Sarah's going to be spending most of her time this season. Because, listen, I talked to Doug Peterson this offseason, and he said the way Trevor Lawrence was playing at the end of the year is kind of how we thought he was going to be playing beginning, middle of Mm -hmm. this coming season. He picked it up so quickly, and you look at the weapons he has. He has the 
ability to process all of it, but also the ability physically to do mm. everything on that field. We forget that this was the best prospect since Andrew Luck, we were all told. <laughs> this guy is going to make a monster. Let me jump in on James. To context, yesterday James had Justin Fields at number two. Your mm. philosophy with these is a lot moving forward. Very much yeah. so. It's not this, it's like where they're headed. So I think that probably plays into the Lawrence, right? It sure. does. It plays into Lawrence a lot. Okay. Because that was also year one with Doug yeah, Peterson. Yeah. What did we see him yeah. in, in the second half of the year? Year two, what's it going to be like? Here we go. Who's and then five? I'm going backwards, I guess, because I'm going to go Rodgers as number five. Okay. I will say this. I love the team that's around him. I know that he's been in the same place for 18 years. Yeah. Having Nathaniel Hackett be there for him as the offensive coordinator and Alan Lazard, I think, makes it a much smoother transition for him to be successful right away. I, I struggled with five, though. I struggled. It's, it's a hard spot. Yeah. Sarah Walsh. Okay. Um, I wrote these in the reverse order because we went reverse yesterday. Uh, one, Mahomes. I almost think we're getting numb to just how insanely yeah. good Great. he is, right? Like, I mean, we just – I don't feel like we – is it fair to say we don't give him enough due? Because we do, but it's just like mm -hmm. the debate is always somewhere else because we just get it. He's one. Okay. Allen, two, and Allen, and I'll even go Allen, uh, two, and three. These it's a tie. I almost went Burrow <laughs> just on the outfits he wears walking into the sure. stadium. I was like, is that going to, you know, it's like when you're picking a your bracket and you're like, I like this mascot better. I'm like, <laughs> I kind of love his outfits. But anyway, sure. that could go either way. I'm going Rogers four. Mm -hmm. uh, the MVPs, get him in there. He's four. And then, much like James, do you want a quarterback that was top five last year in completion percentage, mm -hmm. in touchdowns, in, uh, in a lot of categories? That gets you in the top five. Your top five. And uh, I would go Trevor in Duval. Duval in there. In Duval. I love Doug Peterson. I love Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I think this is a team on the uh, Trev upswing. Trev love. And then you look at that division. Look at that division, too. I mean, like, mm -hmm. the Colts, we don't know what they're doing. The Titans are True. certainly, it seems like, going in the other direction. Rebuilt. They've sort of owned that division mm -hmm. for a while. I mean, this is the Jags thing right now. Trevor Lawrence was really bad in the first half of that playoff game. And then he flipped a switch, and now it's like, we're so excited about Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. He give us that good half at the end. And they hung around with Kansas City, too. All right. Uh, I have Mahomes number one, self-explanatory. I have Allen, two. Uh, I kind of dealt with the same thing you guys have. The running ability is still so ridiculous. Yeah. I still think the sure. ceiling is so ridiculous. I don't think he had his best statistical year last year, but I think he terrifies defense and defensive coordinators. Mm. I have Rodgers three. Ooh. I'm going to go Rodgers. Okay. Now, this okay. is a little bit of an investment moving forward, too. I know the stock is a little down. I've said okay. it a thousand times on this show. It is the best I have ever seen played the position. He is not 44 years old. He is still in his 30s. I think he's going to be a maniac this year. I believe in him with the Jets. Four, I have Joe Burrow, which is fantastic. He's going to have a spot somewhere we can debate which one. And I have a name that no one has put on the list. Ooh. Herbert. Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert. So, Justin Herbert, I understand. The last time we saw the Chargers, they were having one of the biggest chokes in playoff history. Fine. I still believe in him. I still would sign up with him this year. I think he's incredible. I think he's locked in. I love his talent. I love the production. He got the Chargers to the playoffs. They usually don't. There's a lot of different ways we could go. I saw Herbert on nobody's list. How many people were... I was the only one only, with Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Only player yeah. with Lamar Jackson in the top five. started the season off last year. I mean, it was amazing yeah, at the beginning was. of that. MVP conversations with him and Jalen Hurts. And I know... Obviously, ended the season banged up. There's all the contract stuff. But Lamar Jackson, he's exciting to watch. We all know that. But he can. I think he'll be back at the top next year. I feel like we had a bit of recency bias here from all of us. The way Kyle mentioned the way things ended for Justin Herbert mm -hmm. maybe impacted us. The way they ended for Trevor Lawrence. Mm -hmm. If there's not a bad drop and a fumble inside the 10, they, they beat the Chiefs, mm -hmm. honestly. True. They lost by seven, and both those things happened. I think maybe recency bias plays a, plays a factor. A couple a names. Bit. A couple names that a year from now could make this look bad. Deshaun Watson going yeah. with this year two with Cleveland yeah. Browns and having a real season, we think. 
Did you think for a second, JP, did you even consider maybe at the five spot going Russell Wilson as an investment in the future and what could happen with Sean Payton? Did you even think about it? I, it crossed my mind. Did it? It did cross my mind. <laughs> I've heard some rumors hey, I didn't think about it. None of the three of us I did. No. What, what are you, what are you hearing? What rumors are you hearing in Denver? Just, it just wants to stay home. It's, it's exciting. Just, <laughs> it's just wishful thinking. Yeah. That's really what it is. No, I, there's, there's some, like, there's some Sean Payton for real buzz about. And it's not from Denver. It's from around the league. Just if anybody can do this, it's, it's him. him. Mm -hmm. and, and I think him not saying anything about what he wants to do mm -hmm. with Russ is kind of telling and kind of mm. cool because he's playing it really close to the vest about what he wants to do with him. I love it. All right, here's a look at our lists. Uh, we're going to be back after this. You can debate. You can yell at us. Um, you can agree, disagree. <laughs> five, well, I'm just looking at where Rodgers, five, five, four, and three. three. Just kind of right in the meat of the sandwich. Barely made the list in a couple of cases. Fascinating, guys. Looking forward. Yeah. This is always fun. Next, we're going to do uh, NFC special teams tomorrow. It's going to be great. We're coming on Saturday and do it. <laughs>